checkity check. One, two. I think we're good. Here we go. Yeah. Mission launch. <laughs> All ready for takeoff? Are you? Would you ever go into space? Would you ever like to go into space? That probably, yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> biggest dream, probably. Everybody's dream, I, I would think. I it, don't know if it's everybody's dream. I think there's a few people that are like, eh, space, fuck that. Not for me. I don't know. It's it's space, though. <laughs> it's something you never see other than, like, at night and when you look up. Like, you kind of get a little idea of it. You don't think, like, if millennials could go to space, they would still be on their phones half of the trip? Just being like, yeah, it's look at the curvature of the Earth. Yeah, big whoop. I'm playing Candy Crush. No, they probably just Snapchat it. <laughs> <laughs> just take pictures of the Earth. Right, so there'd be a lot of Earth selfies, yeah. of course. And just yes. brag to all their friends <laughs> in space. <laughs> I'm in space. You're not. Mm. Uh, I, <laughs> I think that is what social media is all about. It's basically look where I am and you're not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just rubbing it in. Rubbing it in. I'm having a great time. <laughs> Just one big rubbing it in. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> not what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Man, do you ever see that guy, uh, Dan Blazarian? He has like 20 million followers on like Instagram, and all it is is just him shooting guns, having sex with hot chicks, and like you know wakeboarding and stuff. It's just like nonstop. Like I'm having the greatest life ever, and you're not. <laughs> Wait, wow. <laughs> yeah. Does he make money from that? Yeah, of course, because you know, like when you get to that famous. You know, you're a person of interest. So now you have just, you know, a media conglomerate behind you that's just pushing your image out there, you know, your brand. You know, now, so now, any anytime when you're uh, ever appearing anywhere, there's a fee, you know, you have appearance fees, you have all those, like, you know, if anybody wants to meet you, now it's like, no, 100 grand, or he doesn't show up. <laughs> the, the wakeboarding's like sponsored, like, right, like of a sponsored course. board. <laughs> Yeah, like come shoot our guns. We'll give you fifty k if you like. You know, you know, hold it on your Instagram. He only uses Trojan condoms. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Would you be a spokesman for anything? Like, would you be a, a corporate shill if they gave you enough money? Like, yep, Dakota Freeman <laughs> with your uh, your number one uh, man when it comes to yeah Trojan condoms. <laughs> only if they let me go to space. <laughs> you could be promoting space. You know. Space all the way. You could be the spokesman for space. Space. Go there. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> if you're a guy like me, and who isn't, uh, you would like to go to space, right? Yeah. <laughs> space. Go there. Or don't. <laughs> I went to, uh, once I was in Florida, and I went to the Kennedy Space Center, you know, where they launched the rockets and stuff. Oh, and yeah, and it was all like, you know, one of those, you know, you get to see all the shuttle and all the memorabilia and whatnot. And of course they had like the, the simulators that you could like, you know, test out your, like, this is what it feels like, in, you know, with the G's and whatnot. You know, they had that one thing that just rotates everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I went on it just to like, you know, like, hey, I'm not a puss. I, I want to see what it feels like to like go into space. And yeah, I fucking harfed and heaved and barfed so much as soon as I got off that ride. It was fucking horrible. Yeah? Yeah, I would not... And they didn't even do, like, you know, one, like, 
It was probably like a fourth of what, like, you know, astronauts feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably wasn't even really anything like, yeah, we can't have, like, you know, people actually passing out here. <laughs> like, you wouldn't make the space yeah, program. Tone it down, Tony. <laughs> like, there's one dude that's just the tech that's just like, and then we're going to turn it up to 11. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I was definitely like, yeah, it turned up to two, and I was already like, turn it down, Tony. Oh. I'm getting off. Was that his name, Tony? <laughs> no, I don't know who it was. Hey, I'm Tony. I, I control the G-Force machine. <laughs> yeah. What's Tony like? What is he off on his off time? Just you a know? hardworking man, blue-collar yep. guy. Yeah, he's got sure, a family. I'm sure he's definitely some sort of ethnicity. Yeah. Hey. Definitely ethnic. 2017, Daryl. <laughs> well, he can't be white, you know, working at, like, a space center. He has to be definitely, like, of some sort of color. And it's in Florida, too. Oh, I gotcha, yeah, yeah. So, of course, Tony is, like, you know, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I like Tony. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't think there are white guys named Tony out there? Maybe. Yeah, probably. Okay, let's, let's not get race into it, but uh, I'm sure he's definitely got a lot of kids. Uh, he's made some bad choices in his life. Now he's trying to change it around by being a uh, you know guy that uh, runs the vomit tank. Yeah, that's every, that's what you know. That's, that's an American dream, it. right there in a nutshell. <laughs> Making people throw up. <laughs> it's, it could either be at a carnival or at the Kennedy Space Center, or when you're making their food. It's just. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to This Comics Life. This is me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Mimi Lover, a.k.a. Vin Diesel Extraordinaire uh, Aficionado. I don't know if that even makes sense, but I am also with a very special guest, a very special friend, and uh, just a longtime lover of everything movies and anything entertainment-based, fellow stand-up comedian. Dakota Friedman. Hey. <laughs> I've been here the whole time. Yep. And it's weird. Is is it weird that uh, you know, the the formalities, the the intros come in halfway through the show? I, I feel like we just time traveled. Like it was like we just like went through a time paradox where we're at the yeah. beginning. I would love to do a time paradox, like, you know, do like a a time travel podcast, you know, like telling my past self, like, you know, the future self just shows up and goes like, don't talk about AIDS. And you're like, oh, what? We already talked about AIDS. Talk to Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> the first thing I would do. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not make up a movie about Vin Diesel. I would take, I would talk to Abraham Lincoln and ask him life advice. <laughs> <laughs> would you want to do that if you like went back in time? Like, what would you want to do? Like, yeah, save Abe Lincoln or, like, save some sort of crazy mm. event? I don't know if I'd want to meddle with time. I might just want to experience what it was like in that time and just kind of... Like the butterfly effect. Yeah, just kind of observe the what's going on and just kind of be on the down low that I'm from the future. Yeah, you don't want to tell everybody, hey, I'm from the future. Yeah. They would probably lock you up. Yeah, yeah, because then I could end up in the future and then, like, I don't know. Turns out that I became a dictator or something, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my son or something, because they worshipped me because I was like telling them all this future shit. <laughs> Don't you think you'd do better in stand-up comedy though? You could, you know, go back in time and then just tell a bunch of jokes that you know nobody had heard of, but of course you know because they're from you know they're classic jokes. But you know, 
you could basically do like Carlin's bit, all of oh, yeah, Louis C.K. stuff. Like, I would basically b- way back in time. Yeah, and I could just embed it in that every stand-up comedian they see for from years on end is named Dakota Freeman. Yeah, that's like the future where like the future is like there was one guy that literally had every joke out there. He just goes through a lot of costume changes and mm-hmm. wigs. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do all of Carlin as Carlin. <laughs> I mean, there was one time he was uh, he was Carlos Mencia and Joe Rogan and Joe, he <laughs> accused himself of stealing jokes from himself. He stole a joke from himself, but it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. One, yeah, that's the thing. You're all these different characters. It's like, yeah. this guy, he does like 80 different that's characters. That's how good, and I could be on stage with other guys at the same time as me being those other guys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every every comedian and then of course you know the real joe rogan and the real louis ck they would never be comics because they already saw you and they're like oh whoa i was gonna do that yeah. same bit i was actually thinking of the same exact stuff but he already put it out there so i can't but they would be huge fans of me <laughs> they would all be fans of you like you would have nothing but comic fans yeah and nobody else <laughs> <laughs> You'd be the, the comics comic, even because though there'd be in, no comics. In reality, all the I'm just really just keep going to open mics. And I'm just some crazy guy who just steals other comedians' jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but man, I think I'm doing great. I always tell this on the podcast about like, man, I would love somebody to steal a joke from me. I would just feel validated, like, oh man, he actually thought I was that funny that he needed to take that from me. Yeah, <laughs> but sweet. Would you, would you tell the guy? Would you be? Uh... I guess I don't know. I guess it would. It all depends. Like you know, if I saw like Dave Chappelle like steal a joke from me, I'd be like, oh yeah, dude, Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. sweet. But if it was like another open micer, I might be like, oh hey, dude, I saw. I already said that. Yeah. Especially when you saw me say it like five minutes earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I already, like, you coming in with the same bit like five minutes later? That's kind of crazy, yeah. (laughs) That's never happened, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I had somebody, uh, I said a joke that was like kind of the same topic, but kind of went two different ways. And somebody was like, hey, that's kind of close to my stuff. And it was very uncomfortable. I had that moment, it, and, and it I wasn't that like so uncomfortable, bad. but it was like a, I oh, I hope I don't, like, I hope he didn't think I was stealing it no, from No, yeah, him. that's the same thing. I was like, no, dude, I would never do that. I just thought this up, and, and, I, and I just stopped doing it from there on, but like, yeah, it was mm-hmm. so uncomfortable. And I was recording my set, and I forgot to stop the recording, so I recorded the whole confrontation. And oh, like, whoa, do yeah. you still have it? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> it was pretty, like... I was going to say, that's good. That's going to be a listen, good inside when I had podcast. It, it's like, yeah, you just listen to it. It's just, like, me talking. Like, no, no, no. I'm so sorry, man. I didn't mean to. I was like, this is my own premise. Like, I just really, like... I don't think, really actually, it's so like, funny that, like, you know, comics always want to be, like, known as, like, hardcore or, like, you know, I don't take shit from anybody. But it's, like, I'd like to see two comics actually get to blows. I don't think I'd see a lot of comics actually try to fight one another. That's probably definitely happened. It's happened, probably. I'm not saying, like, no comics oh, ever none that I, I've never seen none that we know. No, I've never seen, like, an open mic battle. Like, a real... <laughs> I feel like sometimes I've seen close, almost close to stuff going down. Sometimes. Like what? Like, you've seen, like, Two guys like just totally get into it. No, just like well, it almost led to that, but then it just stopped. Hey, you, let's fight. Them's fighting words. Like multiple, I've oh, I've seen that a lot. Oh yeah, because I mean, if you host a lot of shows, I'm sure you see a lot of crazy shit. Why not? <laughs> let's not do. Uh, yeah, I well, it, library like nothing too crazy ever happened, but 
Yeah, there's other places of like just doing shows in like LA and stuff. I've just seen like people that are just like crazy. <laughs> How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, well, uh, four years. It'll be my fifth year in March. Fifth year in March, and yeah. do you still do jokes from your first set, or have you moved on uh, from that? And no, there's actually one joke that I uh, there's one joke that I do do that was from my first set. Do <laughs> do my do do <laughs> that like uh, it got like my first laugh, and I still do it, and it still like works pretty well. What what's the joke? <laughs> it's like, oh, you don't, or you don't have to premiere uh, it. It's just the you know, one if you, you want to keep it in your arsenal, like people trying to kick my hands ass. I don't know if you've ever. I think I have one. heard that one. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, but like with the handshake. Yeah, when yeah. People they shake my hand, they squeeze it. It feels like they just they're trying to prove that their hand could kick my hand's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Are you always saying that? Like, yeah, you have a weak handshake. Kind of, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just like no. I just sometimes like I've just shook guys' hands that like they really like squeeze my hand really hard, and I don't get the point of it. Yeah, it Why is always s- kind of like a like a test of strength. Like, let's make sure we know how to squeeze it's each other. It's this weird like, energy. Yeah, like you're kind of almost sizing me up in a very small way. Like, right. It is kind of like, a, hey, by the way, I could kick your ass. Yeah, like, get it. You got my hand, all right? <laughs> I get it. You have I a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> we're back we're back we're back we're back it's uh, amazing you know how technology can just you know be there and it's like hey no time has passed at least in this podcast oh yeah that was like we just spent like 24 hours trying to figure out how to fix the microphones <laughs> it's been days <laughs> and uh yeah so dakota's hungry. definitely been like hey man how long do i have to be here Terrell hasn't fed me <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Top Ramen, and then he he didn't give me any Top Ramen. <laughs> what do you think is your best, you know, culinary feat? You know, do you think you could uh, make, you know, mm. some big uh, lobster bolognese or something? Or probably not. <laughs> I could make a grilled cheese sandwich with some ham. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best I could do. Oh, I I could fry an egg. And then either put it in a sam, make it a sandwich, or in a top ramen, and that makes it even a little more special. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I there's a I've definitely put a few things in top ramen. An egg is one thing for sure. I also like to put in um, some broccoli sometimes. Oh yeah. Or some spam. Oh wow, spam's great. I yeah. love spam. <laughs> yeah, spam is really good. You know anything that's like you know native to uh, you know. The Pacific Islands mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, something that you would get at an actual faux place, but you're like, hey, I'm too poor for faux. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to use Top Ramen. <laughs> I love faux. I'll also sponsor faux if they're uh, <laughs> if they're looking for somebody. Oh, dude, you would be the face or of faux. faux. Like, if when I think of Vietnamese, uh, you know, noodle cuisine, I'm thinking, yeah, your face right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, hey. I can't. I could be the face. <laughs> I what products would you not want to produce? You know, for no amount of money, mm. if, if this thing came up to you, you'd be like, "Fuck off!" Uh, I can't be. Pe- I can't be bought. Butt plugs. Definitely cancer. <laughs> if cancer was looking for a new spokesman, yeah, I'd say, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, you do too many horrible things to people." Um, ISIS I definitely wouldn't sponsor them if they asked right they're looking for a new person (laughs) to uh, you know get 
uh, recruiters. In like, hey, Dakota. ISIS, I've seen your videos. Not a fan. <laughs> not a, they not saw a fan. your videos, and they definitely liked your videos. Well, I'd be flattered by that, but right. then that'd be kind of a bad image. <laughs> Would you be flattered if ISIS, you know, made a really nice comment? They're like, first, and then right after that, they said, uh, you know, Dakota, I like that uh, sugar bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Well, Really nice, man. Keep it up. I mean, they like to have specific jokes, so that guy that has to say something. Yeah, and they but they said it on like a different video. You know, it wasn't the sugar bit video that they like. You know, commented like, "Hey, man, nice sugar bit." And you're like, "Dude, this was actually the bit about uh, you know me getting uh, punched in the nuts." Oh, <laughs> so then they're not even. Do you have a? I don't even know if you have a a, a bit about getting punched in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my opener and my closer. <laughs> You, you you open and close with the same joke. Yeah, and it's about getting punched in the nuts. <laughs> the crowd loves it. If you like this joke, which I know you did because you laughed earlier, you're gonna love it again. Oh yeah. Well, they, they forget about it. They forget it that oh, I right. said that I got punched in the nuts, and then I remind them, and then they're like, "Oh shit, he said that in the beginning." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got punched in the nuts. That's hilarious. I swear, um, if you ask. Anybody in my high school, what was the funniest thing that happened to Daryl? They'd probably say the time that he got punched in the nuts. Remember that time that he got punched in the nuts at your house, you know, when we were playing a uh, pool? <laughs> or, you know, remember that one time when his sister punched you in the nuts? That was awesome. Man, that was hilarious. Has that happened a lot in your life? <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. You never had that experience where, like, you know, the group of friends that you hung out with in high school just had that fascination of hitting each other in the nuts? No. I know people who were like that, but I'm so happy I didn't have friends like that. <laughs> That's too intense. Or, I knew, or, like, guys who they would, like, go right nut, left nut, and they get beside you, and then they just punch you, punch you left and right? Right. Or they would just, yeah, they'd do a little, like, <laughs> nut tap or whatever. Like, like, a, like, geez, it hurts, too. That's, like, super, like... Too much. Too much physical contact. <laughs> right, right. But that's the thing. Like, physical pain was hilarious in high school for people. You know, mm-hmm. it's that, like, jackass mentality. Oh, yeah. Of, like, let's try to, like... And it was always based on, like, you know... Because it's, it's not like every guy was the butt of the joke. It was just I was the butt. Yeah. You know, like, hey, guys, let's hit Daryl in the nuts. Not uh, like let's hit everybody in the nuts. They just decided you were the guy to hit in the nuts. Mm-hmm. I was the funniest guy that you know took it the best or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Daryl guy? He really knew how to take it in the nuts. <laughs> we'll never forget him. I hope that's on my tombstone. Yeah, <laughs> he knew how to take it in the nuts. Um, no, but I think it was like because I was a pacifist and I was the only dude that's like, "Hey guys, how about we don't hit each other in the nuts?" Yeah. Yeah, how about that? That right? That's how, that's how wars are started. First, you hit in the nuts, and then it's nuclear bombs. <laughs> yeah, because that's where I was like, it's like, where does it end, guys? Yeah, you know, we hit one guy in the nuts, then we got to try to hit the other guy, and then it just has become this, who hit who first? Yeah. And you hit a guy in the nuts, you're hitting a whole generation in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's true. It's totally true. And I think it's like one of those things. Butterfly effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's what probably happened. That's why, like, you know, the Shiites and Muslims and the Sunnis, they all hate each other. Because uh, one guy got hit in the nuts, mm-hmm. you know, metaphorically or literally. Or, you know, when we were talking about getting hit in the nuts, maybe beheaded. Yeah. And then it just went from there. Maybe we couldn't 
we should invite them to the podcast and see. <laughs> well, of course they're listening. It's ISIS. You know, oh, they're, the, yeah. you're, they're your biggest fan. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they'll come. They're going to come find me now. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to, uh, I forget what podcast it was, but it was with Jim Jeffries that he made a joke about uh, Aziz Ansari was ISIS's favorite comedian. And then later, like Aziz was like, hey, man, what the hell? Why are you telling jokes about me being friends with ISIS? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, touchy subject. <laughs> right, but I don't know, like... Yeah, it's just like, you know, people have a lot of emotions right now, so it's kind of like, I don't know, it's a, it's a tough call. <laughs> Man, I'm always so, like, low self-esteem, where if any other comic told said any other thing about me good or bad i'd be like they're talking about oh, me, yeah. man they're talking hey, at about least me. yeah hey bad publicity is good publicity yeah, right or i swear if like one other podcast like did a whole episode on like how much they hate me i'd be like hey guys listen to this episode they talk all about me nonstop. <laughs> this whole episode <laughs> if you had to do a podcast with your mom what would it be about and what would it be called? Uh, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> that would be the title. Why are you doing this to me? And what's the podcast about? It's just me um, giving her suggestions. Like? Hey, don't date this guy or <laughs> don't do certain things. So you're giving life things. advice to your mom? That's, every, that's the podcast in a nutshell? Yeah, and then I tell her that. And then she looks me looks at me and says, uh, "Enough with your psychology bullshit." <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Show me your degree, Dakota. Where's your degree? <laughs> yeah, is that what it's subtitled? It's uh, why are we doing this? Colon. Show me your degree, Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just dot dot dot. Sad face. <laughs> yeah, emoji. Yeah, you got to have an emoji in your title. <laughs> really gets the point across in 2017. <laughs> Gotta have an emoji. Have you ever been in a fight? No, I haven't been in a fight. I've, I've like almost been in a fight, but I've like kind of gotten out of it. There's one time this guy was trying to hit me but i like i just kind of was holding him back and he didn't really because i made fun of his bike <laughs> like a little kid you're putting your hand on his head and kinda, he's just yeah swinging. but it was like i was kind of being an asshole but i was like trying to joke like i wasn't serious but he had a bike and i just kind of made fun of his bike and he got really mad about it and then he was trying to like hit me and then just <laughs> hey, like but i didn't like bike, hit, swing back or anything i just was like holding him back and then he just eventually stopped and then another time this kid named lear wanted to fight me because I made I was also trying to joke with him just trying to be a friend and I made fun of it because he got a faux hawk yeah and I yeah. made fun of it on MySpace <laughs> bring it back to MySpace I made fun of it at, uh, in the comment section and he got super pissed he was like what you want to go bro and he was like let's meet up here <laughs> you mean you want to go get another faux hawk like no, me <laughs> yeah yeah you want to get a faux hawk together bro let's do it no no he wanted to fight and so and then like um after school one day this was like in middle school in seventh grade uh his, that, him and of his, course that's when faux hawks were huge yeah him and his friend were riding bikes like his friends came up to me and they're like lear's gonna kick your ass he's gonna kick your ass 
But everybody would make fun of Lear too. They would call him Lear the Queer. Like <laughs> um, but naturally, you know, of I course, mean, we want to call them in twenty seventeen. We just call him like an asshole or something. Yeah, Lear the asshole. Yeah, because we don't need to like not yeah. as catchy. Yeah, but you know, we're living in a different world now, man, and that's like, for the best. <laughs> How about like Lear the gender neutral? Uh, yeah, or no, just or uh, Lear you know, Lear the non-binary. I mean, I feel like you could just really say the name Lear, and then what? <laughs> yeah, Come on. but yeah, he. Uh, yeah, so we were going to fight. Like, we had this destination at this park place. Mm-hmm. And I remember I didn't go, but I you told just didn't him show I went. Up. I, yeah, but I told him I went. And I was like, hey, man, where were you? Oh, I went, and you then played he, it like he, yeah. he stiffed you. Yeah, and then he was like, I had to do something. So then he didn't even go. So now you're looking like the cool guy for showing up. Like, yeah. hey, now he's the pussy, even though totally you just, didn't show up either. Yeah, I just was like, I don't want to fight anybody. So I just didn't, I don't want to fight someone. And he's I don't want to get the same way. <laughs> I have no reason to get punched in the face. What do I gain by being punched in the face? I have nothing to prove. I don't need to fight anybody. Yeah, no guy except Rocky has had a guy like a punch in the face and then led to pussy later. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like I haven't been. Well, you know, I've had like been hit or like like never punched in the face by somebody. It'll probably happen. I imagine everybody gets punched in the face. I at would some assume point. at some point. I haven't been fortunate enough i mean i guess depending on how you look at it uh to be punched in the face yeah but i i don't know if i would want to get punched in the face but i think i could take it if i did i've watched someone get punched in the, i've watched people get punched in the face and it doesn't look fun no it doesn't and are you like a big mma fan like do you want to no, watch like just two dudes like literally just try to kill each other no i don't watch any of that stuff not that i have anything against it it's just not well, I'm not, just not into it, I guess. It doesn't, like, I don't think, when I see you, I, it doesn't scream MMA fan. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I'm more like Star Wars and horror movies. That's pretty much all the only right? I'm into. And I, comedy. It would be funny, though, to just see and you show up in, like, rock. an affliction shirt or something. Like, hey, what's... You just my up. grandma, she gets me shirts like that. She got me this shirt that was like a, had a huge cross on it. It was all glittery. She got it from the <laughs> fair. The dazzled. She got it for free because she works at the fair. Her friend gave it to her because he worked. Like, oh, my grandson's going like, to love this. Grandma, why would you think I'd ever wear this shirt? I mean, come on. <laughs> So I don't know. What's it say? Affliction? Yeah, I just didn't wear it once. Tap I just out? What does that mean? Couldn't do Tap that for you, out. Grandma. I'm sorry I couldn't do it for you. I just couldn't. <laughs> it's not who I am. How old are you again? Are you still 12 yeah. or 80? Oh, yeah. I love, like, I've gotten <laughs> presents where, like, I'm, like, probably I'm, like, 16. When I was, like, 16, this somebody sends me, like, Spider-Man boxers. I'm, like, <laughs> can it send me, like, I don't know, something... Yeah, a video game or something, or like. A, Do you talk a lot about your uh, family in on stage? Uh, a little bit, yeah, I do it, but I I talk about them more like like yeah, and I make jokes and stuff about like not really directly. I'm not trying to like say anything directly about them, but I'm also trying to be honest. So right when I'm being honest about myself, like the only way I could do that is by incorporating them. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like they just have to kind of come up. Has any of your family seen you do comedy? Oh yeah, and are they like super supportive, or are they like oh they're supportive? Hey, get a real job. No, they're, no, they're really supportive. Uh, my mom, she actually did see me because I do some jokes about her, and she saw those, and she wasn't too much of a fan. She got kind of mad at me about those. But yeah, she was, I was like, "Mom, this is I'm just have to do this because it's gonna it's make it. an awkward podcast, man." Yeah, <laughs> you can't do you can't start off the bat doing a podcast with your mom. And then she's already like giving you shit for like you oh, know, yeah. doing her on stage you and know, stuff. Yeah, no, I got I do full on impressions. I dress as her like normal dates. <laughs> she doesn't like it. 
because she wants to do stand up too, and she feels like <laughs> she's like, she can't get into it. No, you can't do what I'm doing. Like, yeah, stop being that way. It's all she dreams about every night. <laughs> <laughs> she calls me to tell me that. <laughs> I always have like my mom's the exact opposite. I always get those like kind of like condescending like questions, like, "So are you still doing comedy?" Like, still doing it? Like, ugh. Are you still skateboarding? Yeah, like, are you still trying to attempt doing this? and Or have you moved on to something yeah. more real? Well, it's definitely just hard, like, to get people, if they're not doing it, like, to get them to understand, like, what it's, what you have to do. And what it takes. Like, it's not, like, suddenly, like, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, Louis C.K., it took him eight months to get basically on TV. And, you know, it's understandable because, <laughs> you know, like, even before I, like, did, com- like, I didn't know, like, you know, I just was, like, people just do comedy. I don't know the, didn't know the process of open mics and all that. But I just learned at, like, when I got into it to, like, oh, this is what yeah. you do to get good and stuff. You kind of have like- that. I mean, and there are, like, books obviously that tell you like now here's how you do it or i'm sure you can find online like you know more of a community that kind of tells you like hey this is how you can get into it but yeah for myself like the only thing that i used the internet was for just finding open mics it wasn't like oh how do i do well at open mics (laughs) open mics.org shout out yep open mics.org yep and the comedy bureau and all that yeah open mics websites talking about movies i'm always a a big fan of movies i love making up movies do you want to make up a movie with the power of randomness i do this with quite a few guests okay yeah okay so we're doing a made-up movie and we're picking randomness and we're having fun and okay so one through ten is going to be our genre and then another one through ten is going to be our actor in this epic movie all right so, you picking what number? Three, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so you picked three is the independent, the low-budget independent movie, and then what number is your actor? Nine. Okay, so nine it is, and that's Vin Diesel. So, Vin Diesel in a epic, well, he's going to make it epic, but it's going to be a low-budget independent movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Where do we start with Vin Diesel? Because, of course, Vin Diesel is not known for his low-budget movies. Uh, he, he normally only makes a movie if it's, it has to have a budget of $100 million, Oh, it? yeah. But this is his, like, award-winning movie, so it's okay if low-budget makes him seem more important as an actor. Uh, so I think we should start off... Yeah, because low-budget means it's more script-related and not action-packed. It's about the characters yes. and the story. Okay, so what is he going to have to play? Uh, you know, somebody with special needs? My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Or somebody that has, you know, a disability of some sort. I am not an animal! Or is it going to be just him still being awesome, still being good-looking as hell? Or is he going to have to, like, you know, drop a lot of weight and become, like, super skinny or something? Like, you know, <laughs> Christian Bale in The Machinist, where he you know, uh, became all sickly and whatnot. 
He might do that, but not because of the movie, just because of his own reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would think his own reasons would be he would want to, like, you know, jack on the weight. Oh, yeah. He'd want to body it up, you know, like, go, hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? Oh. Can you do a Vin Diesel? Yeah, wait, hold on. Let me try. <laughs> hey, I'm Vin Diesel. What's up? You just keep opening up different parts of my heart. Okay, so we got Vin Diesel, and he's, like, super sickly because, uh, you know, okay, he's got cancer. Like, he's got, he's, he just got diagnosed at the beginning, first act, you know, Vin Diesel, he's this guy that's, like, you know, he used to drive race cars, you know, but he's... A professor in college now. <laughs> he's teaching driving school. He's teaching know? driving school at college. Yeah, driver's ed, course yep. for for people that lost their license... After getting a DUI, so right. he kind of that lived their life a little too hard. Uh, uh, they didn't live it a quarter mile at a time; they lived it a whole mile at a time. A whole mile at a time, and he explains that you can't live life a whole mile at a nope. time. I live my life a quarter mile at a time, and that's why they're in class because they need this teaching. So basically, he's the greatest person on the planet because he's helping these DUI drunk guys yes. get their licenses back. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's teaching. This is why he's going to win an Oscar this that year. <laughs> so this is kind of like a like a nod to James, like Edwards James Olmos in uh, Stand and Deliver or that one uh, Lean on Me with uh, Denzel. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know this is a a, a teacher. And he's got, like, you know, students that he now befriends and mentors and becomes even just more than just a teacher. If no one has given you a damn thing, you should not be taken away from my kids. Those scores would have never been questioned if my kids did not have Spanish surnames and come from barrio schools. You know that. There's something going on here that nobody is talking about. And you know what it is. I know well how to spell discrimination. I thought this was over a long time ago. Are you doing this to my kids? My kids could teach you a thing or two, Johnny. Ah, yeah, and now he has cancer. Bam, right out of the gate. He has cancer. And that's what, and then the students, they have to, like, they're trying to raise money. Right. Oh, they're like, hey, man, we got to get, what's his name? You know, what's the teacher's name? Uh, Mr. uh, Funky. (laughs) Funke? Funke. Mr. Funke. There you go. See, there's a whole, like, bit about, like, it's not pronounced funky. <laughs> it's pronounced funky. <laughs> and they're like, ah, that guy's hilarious. Yeah, they love him. And you <laughs> see what they need, though, because like you said, he used to be a race car driver. So to get the money, they have to have him drive in this local race car race that the right. price is like $100,000, but will pay enough for his chemotherapy to make him survive and teach them more about math. But how is he also going to be strong enough to do this, you know, because he's obviously riddled with cancer well you see what they're gonna do they're gonna pump them full of steroids and lots of coffee <laughs> steroids and coffee the two things that can make any human being exceed <laughs> yeah that's naturally yeah i i think that's uh fda approved no you know what they're actually gonna do is that they're gonna have him sitting in the passenger seat but then they're gonna be in the back seat and they're gonna be like making his arms move like right the weekend car. at bernie yeah. And yeah. One, yeah, exactly. And one of the guys who's doing it wants to be a race car driver, and that's just a moment to kind of prove that he can drive because he can oh, drive as right. good as that's Vin the Diesel can. Story, yeah. That like, hey man, you you don't want to live like me, man. Mr. Funke, I can do whatever you can do. No, I no. I am a I've had a hard dedicated time. person. Look, look, you're a race car driver, probably gonna get cancer like me. So 
Mr. Funky, I'm not afraid to get cancer. <laughs> I have no fear. I'm a driver. Got a little hot kid. Thank you, Mr. Funky. I'm gonna they, win this money for you, I swear. And they share a warm embrace. Embrace. <laughs> and the embrace is a little too long, and then he's like, hey, Mr. Funky, you know. Another reason why he wins an Oscar for this performance. Ah, uh, because he tries to drop a digit on a small boy. Yeah. <laughs> It's controversial. It's <laughs> and the Oscar goes to Vin Diesel. Files have hearts too. Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> but I'm saying this is an independent movie. This is like yeah, controversial. We're, we're trying to drop barriers in this movie. <laughs> we're not gonna just drop pants. We're dropping barriers here. But yeah, but this is a uh, yeah. <laughs> What, what's going to be the title? I yeah, what's the title of the movie? Because uh, it, it's got to be like, you know... Vin Diesel. Vin yeah. Diesel in a performance of a lifetime. Oh, racing for chemo, and the kid in the car is named chemo. Oh. Like, you know, what, one of the kids in the school, you know, racing for chemo. Because not only... What, what if, like, in the third act, you know, the kid that was... Helping him, you know, drive in the in the big race ends up getting cancer too, and and it's kind of like a like, you know, Vin Diesel was upset at first, but then he's like, you know, you you followed in my footsteps, and I kind of respect that. I got cancer and tried to race race cars. You got cancer after racing race cars. I used to say I lived my life a quarter mile at a time, and I think that's why we were brothers. Because you did too. <laughs> this is gonna make people wanna like, yeah, start a dialogue. That's what I love about movies that are this powerful is that it gets people to talk about real issues, you know, outside the theater. In this climate, with the Trump world, anybody with cancer, you're gonna have to get on the other side of that wall. I'm not gonna have anybody that's not classy. I want uh, everyone. I want you to watch movies with Vin Diesel, so he's in every movie from now on. Yeah, but I, I like that. I like that movie idea. I like uh, Racing for Chemo, starring Vin Diesel. Oscar. Yeah, Oscar Gold. So what you were saying, Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart is doing the voice of the poop emoji. Yes, he is. And is this like an animated movie? It is. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, 3D animated movie. <laughs> that All the emojis are in it. And I think, what's the movie going to be about? Like, what is this? Um, like, did you already see a preview? I haven't seen the preview, but what I'm guessing, it's probably just the life of the emoji. Like, it's just like what emojis do day to day. <laughs> they're like their purpose it sounds life. already so stupid maybe they go to space right like but are they uh, existing in sequel. people's phones like or is this like just a world of emojis that just live amongst un- like one another see that would be interesting i don't know it could be either one i feel like it'd be boring if they're just in people's phones because <laughs> i'm just, i would rather 
I want to see emojis like drive cars and shit. That's what I'm interested in. Right. What well, what emojis are you going to be rooting for? Like, is uh, like Sunglasses emoji, uh, <laughs> tongue sticking out emoji. <laughs> not winky face? Like, fuck winky face. Nah, that's creepy. <laughs> he's like, he's the perfect emoji. Or the cat winky face? Cats uh, don't wink. I would totally root for all the cat ones. Uh, maybe the <laughs> Satan emoji. Yeah, the Satan one. Well, of course. He's bad. He's got to be misunderstood. Like, hey man, I might be looking like Satan, but I'm actually a nice guy. Oh, yeah. I'm a nice emoji. I wonder if he'll put him in there. And then there's going to be like just the weird one, like <laughs> eggplant. And you're like, well, how does that even have a voice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they just eat like an eggplant or something. That's but like it's going to their... like go like or some sort of like kind of like Qbert, but not. Oh. And then people are just going to know what he's saying. You know, it's like, oh, good old eggplant. <laughs> Is that how eggplants, does that what they would sound like? <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming so. Wow. <laughs> In this world. He's got to have some sort of voice, like, right? Or some sort of... What are you saying, eggplant? What? <laughs> He's like the lassie of the Emoticons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sad faces in a well. Sad faces trapped in a well. Can I go save him? <laughs> I saw the Power Rangers trailer this morning. The new Power Rangers trailer. Yeah, and um, it looks... The trailer is kind of good. I don't know. I kind of got hyped for it. I'm kind of... Because I used to watch the Power Rangers when I was a kid. And I used to watch... What was your favorite Power Ranger? I would have to say the white one, like from the original. But then he was the original... He was originally green, right? Yeah, I like the green one too. Just because like he wasn't in it a lot, so it was kind of exciting. Going back to Tony, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the very first like... yeah. His name was Tony, right? I think his name was Tony, yeah. Maybe... Was that the guy who was... (laughs) That's now he's like retired of a Power Ranger. Yeah. When you retire from Power Ranging, because uh, that's what you do, uh, you end up yeah working at the Kennedy Space Center. That kind of makes sense in a way, right? Kind of, because obviously that would be the headquarters of like you know uh, what's her face, uh, the evil uh, Zorg, or who was who was on the moon? Oh, it was uh, what's her name? She's they have her in the new one. Uh, yeah, but if you have that girl. Or that lady who's on the moon. Who else do you want to, you know, navigate or uh, oversee the the watching of the moon? NASA. So of course he's going to work for NASA. So are you saying that NASA are secretly the villains in the end? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, that'd be cool. Repulsa. Repulsa, yeah. Repulsa, that's Rita Repulsa. Rita Repulsa. Yep. Okay, so Rita Repulsa is on the moon. But then they have like Zerg. Yeah. Zerg. Yep. He's a cool, pretty. He's actually a pretty badass villain. <laughs> <laughs> Zerg, come on. And then, so the Green Ranger. I don't even know how he turned into the White Ranger. I just know how he did. He was like the special one yeah, out of the Power Rangers. Yeah, he was the badass Rangers. one. Yeah, he was like the one who. Because at first, like gotcha. he would just come in every now and then and just be like, "Oh, we need some extra help." And then it's suddenly Green Ranger's time. I wonder. I don't know if they're going to have the White Ranger, if they're going to save that for mm. the movie. I mean, And, of course, it's not. Do you think any of the people from the TV show are going to make a cameo? Ooh, that's a tough call. It looks like it's not the type of movie that's looking for that, that it's kind of wanting to right. be. It's kind of new. Five like, extra dudes. Because <laughs> it looks very different. Yes, like it very. Does. It has like the Power Rangers, like still like aesthetic, but it like, or like the way they look, characters, but mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. 
I feel like, yeah, it's very different and kind of trying to be modern and serious. Like, it's a dramatic approach almost. Ah, this you know? ain't your dad's Power Rangers. Yeah, this ain't your dad's Power Rangers, people. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, you know, Brian Cranston, he's fucking oh, Zordon. He's wow. He's Zordon. What? Bill Hader is Alpha. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. <laughs> Who's playing that? Like, Anthony T- or the Alec Tuning? No, Bill Hader. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Hader. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's Alpha. Elizabeth Banks is Rita. It's wow. I mean, it's a definite like different approach. Wow. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I'd watch it. I used to always love Power Rangers, but it was like kind of like I remember. It's kind of silly. Yeah, very silly. It's fun. (laughs) And it was like our version of Godzilla. It's like you know, Godzilla is too cheese, but this is not cheese at all. This is serious. They're like fighting monsters and they're Mm -hmm. (laughs) swords. In the trailer, that's they they like kind of like show you bits and pieces of this. Is it like like Pacific Rim or whatever? Where like with yeah, almost at the very end, it shows them all the ones put together, and it's like rising up and about to attack. And you're like, oh, that kind of got me hyped. I was like, all right, you're kind of getting me. Awesome. But it is, like, one of those things where, like, okay, once you get to the open mics, now what? There's no, like, you know, training course on, like, okay, yeah. here's how to make five-minute set. Just got to Just gotta keep bombing and bombing and bombing and then having a good set, making you feel good, and then bombing and feeling horrible. Then... How many bombs do you do probably in a week? Um, I don't know. It depends. I had, like, a streak where I was doing okay for a little bit, and then, like, uh, last couple of weeks, like, the, like, this last week, I kind of bombed a couple times, but that was just because... It was. It had. It was just obvious. It's just there's no other. There's no other way. There's no other route. Now, I mean, I like to. I've talked to other comics about this, but it's hard to tell. Like you know, people that aren't in the comedy, like you know, because they just hear you know excuses. They're not necessarily hearing like reasons for why you bombed. But I've noticed that sometimes it's not that I bombed. It's just it was a shitty audience. Yeah. It was just like this audience was not here to hear la- like to be laughed at or to be, you know, told jokes to. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I bombed, but not because I have bad material. It's just this audience sucked. It's just the moment. (laughs) It's just the situation. It's hard to say. It could be you. It could be them. I'm not saying it's always that, like, because I'm not trying to say, like, I've never bombed. No, no, no. It's always been the audience. It's a factor into it. Yeah, there's been times where I've definitely felt like, Guys, like, come on, like, they're not, it's not that bad. Like, lighten up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, I just talked about my mom a little bit. Yeah. Come on. It's not like I raped her or anything on stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Never did that. Is there anything that you won't talk about? Like, is there anything that you think that, like, oh, I should stay away from? Um, I guess not really. It's just, I only say what I, like, what comes to mind and what I can make a joke out of. But I've probably tried things that might be a little riskier and they, you know, I don't know. I, I never like, I, it's not like I never want, I want to push the envelope in different ways. Not really trying to like shock or like. Right. It's not simply saying like, you know, fuck and talking about sex. Yeah. It's, and I kind of naturally sometimes, because sometimes my jokes, they could be kind of a bummer. So sometimes <laughs> I could like, I could, like sometimes people could kind of be like, oh, wow, this is like, he's really a. Uh, it's kind of bleak right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I try to, but I really try as hard as I can to make those as as like 
I, that's why I try to make them into jokes and try to make them kind of lighthearted and funnier than they are sad. Right. Well, I mean, I like that idea of like, you know, I mean, you can go to dark places, but as long as it's like people are laughing, you know, you can still be in that dark mode. Yeah. And some people are down and, you know, I've experienced where like I've done that and like I could tell that it's just not for those, you know, people are just not like they're like, what? This guy's weird. Like, right. And I mean, dark, (laughs) depressing and sad. Stop Do it. you like dark comedy like like Jezelneck and Yeah, I like those guys. I mean, they're not my favorites, but I I like the more I've always liked the honest like kind of like talking about like being honest about yourself and life and just making jokes out of that like Richard Pryor and like George Carlin and like all those kind of like, you know. Yeah, you find the funny out of just being, you know, alive and and experience certain things. Yeah, and I'm not like, you know, I of course I exaggerate sometimes, you know, and I don't like totally I'm not like like I try to make them into jokes, like that's right, the, right. Like they're, t- I'm really trying to make them into jokes and stuff. But it, like, yeah, it's kind of therapeutic in a way for me. I always stuff. did that with like I had friends back in the day, you know, groups of friends, and and they would always call me, you know, give me shit for, uh, and then later hit me in the nuts. <laughs> uh, those hot nut hitters. Yeah, but before they hit me in the nuts, they would kind of tell me like, you know, hey man, you're a storyteller, like. You- you always like you know exaggerate or tell like things that didn't happen you know just to make the story better and I'm like, yeah, what's wrong with that? Trying like, to entertain you, yeah. Guys. I'm trying to like make a good story. <laughs> Give like, me cash. I'm, I'm sorry. It, like I'm your you little know, monkey. Eighty percent is true and the twenty isn't. <laughs> I'm a little monkey and you're making me dance every day when I tell you this story. So respect yeah. me, all right? And and who doesn't do that over time? Like where like you know you tell a story <laughs> and like the 80th time like it turns what into like we didn't drive two miles we drove 10 miles yeah. i have i have to be honest though i have sometimes been around people who kind of exaggerate and then like you could tell they're doing it to like get people to be like yeah you're still cool and it's like all right well here's the thing where i'm always like it's like simmer down now there can be moments of like oh that wow that's a crazy moment but then it can go into an okay that didn't happen bro yeah yeah like like i always bring up the the idea of like what if you were on the bus and Sandra Bullock just came on the bus? You would be like, oh, man, what is it? Is this going to be speed? Man, don't go over 55, bro. <laughs> like, you could have a moment of, like, and then, like, you know, I thought we were going to blow up. And then Sandra Bullock asked me if I wanted to save her. And things like that where you're like, okay, that could happen. But if you ended up, like, ending the story of, like, yeah, and then we jumped over this yeah. bridge and we were on top of the bus. And then I made out with her. <laughs> so, basically, if you're making up a story about meeting Sandra Bullock, you just say that that she's getting on a bus and that you thought that it might become like the movie. Right. And I actually never talked to yeah. her. And then she got off on the next stop because she didn't know that she was on a bus. Yeah. Like, she's like, why am I on a bus at all? Like yeah. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> yeah. Sandra Bullock doesn't take buses. Yeah. She thought it was an Uber. America. She was like, Oh, Trump's is this America. like an Uber pool or something? Yeah. Like Uber a, pool. A weird Uber pool. That's shaped like a bus. <laughs> <laughs> the privileged man, these privileged people. <laughs> and then she's like, wait a minute. I can afford the Uber at least <laughs> um do you like i have some other questions that i wanted to ask also comedy related obviously all right love answering questions about comedy <laughs> have you ever speaking of like movies or tv and all that like have you ever told somebody that you watched something but you really never watched it you like totally were like like, oh, yeah, I'm totally into Mad Men, and you've never watched an episode of Mad Men. You know, I really try not to do that. I might have done it one time, but, like, I really, like, try to be like, oh, no, I've never seen it. As much as, like, nail-biting as that is. 
Right, right, I right. I try to be honest. I always do that with like Abraham shows Abraham that... Lincoln's my role model. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna try to freeze the slaves. That's my number one goal in comedy. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm out there. I want to be the Harriet Tubman of comedy. Yeah, I I usually do it at parties that I don't like, you know, I always size things up where like, if I feel like I'm never going to talk to this person ever again, I'll definitely say things like, oh yeah, man, I watched that movie. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because then it's like, I'm never going to see this person ever again. So we're never going to have another interaction of like, hey, remember that other time? Well, I just try to like maybe say another movie that I have seen and I'm like, they've probably seen this too. And then it's kind of like, you know, then we can talk about that movie instead. But that's the problem is that when you, when you run into people that you don't think you'd ever run into again and then you are talking to them for a second time and it's like oh now i gotta like remember that what lie did i tell them yeah yeah (laughs) i do like hearing like recommendations and stuff though i always like learning about new movies to watch right 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 what song are you competing with in karaoke battle I chose one song. If you had to choose one song oh, to do karaoke, easy. what would it be? It would be um, oh, fuck. What? It's an ACDC song. Uh, it's gonna be um, uh, Back in Black. No, not Back I in Black. No, it's it's the one I like. Uh, it's like uh, uh, Let There Be Rock. Let There Be Rock. Yeah, that would be the song. Mm-hmm. And would you do like the uh, Let the be rock. Right, right, right. I think, though, that, like, it, would you do the, like, Hey, you! Check me out! I would, tr- I would try as hard or as I could. Would you just, like, sing in your own voice? Like, that's hard to, like, do it. No, yeah, I just do my version of it and just have fun with it. But that would be... I, <laughs> just go into it a little bit, like, Hey, you! I've you. already told myself the next chance I get karaoke, I'm going to do that song. There's no doubt about it. Right, right. Well, I think... Don't know why I haven't done it before yet. Now, I used to always do uh, Careless Whisper as a good go-to. <laughs> By George Michael, but now I think it's even more poignant because yeah, yeah. now I could be like, "Hey, man, this goes out to George Michael." Yeah, you dedicate it. People feel for dedicate you. it, and then I rock it. Yeah, like I feel like I, I would love to have like a, a karaoke career. You know, just tour the karaoke going on the road. Scene. Yeah, karaoke singing other people's songs, like that movie duets with yeah. Huey Lewis and uh, his fucking daughter or Gwyneth Paltrow. You're gonna fly away. There were there were father and daughter in the movie. Oh, okay. Did you ever see it? I never saw that oh, one. Oh man, that's where that. I should have lied. I should said, yeah, I've seen that man. The movie. <laughs> yeah, now tell me everything that happened in yeah. that movie. Uh, Huey Lewis became a college professor. <laughs> oh wait, no, that's not that. That's the other movie. Yeah. It's always Jason funny too when Jason we Kino. when I'll say I I've, I've seen that part in the movie or like oh yeah I've seen Mad Men and then somebody will start talking about Mad Men I always feel like they're going to fuck with me and go like and remember when he died in the first episode and you're like yeah I remember that and then he's like that never happened Oh yeah yeah I've never watched Mad Men but I've heard it again <laughs> It is really good I liked it as a, it was a really good show uh 
Spoiler alert, he doesn't die in the first episode. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. John Hamm? <laughs> yeah. The Haminator? Like, wait a minute. He's in the whole series, but he dies in the first episode? <laughs> yeah, he's a ghost. He hunts, he hunts yep, the it's the <laughs> bad man. Yeah. Mad a, ghost. He's a ghost the whole time. You Mad. didn't know it was about ghosts? Yeah, <laughs> that's a twist. M. Night Shyamalan was the creator of the show. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, okay. So... I guess now we'll have to wrap it up, but uh, it's been a really good podcast. Hopefully, hopefully I'll have it all recorded. I don't oh, know. Yeah, <laughs> take out the difficulties. Yeah, we, we've had a little bit of technical difficulties. Um, I blame the Chinese because they made all this stuff. Trump's America. Yep. We need to have American-made audio equipment. All of this stuff was either made by a, a Japanese or a Chinese or maybe Taiwan. Who knows? And if it was from America... It'd still be working, but uh, that's all right. We still captured, I believe, 80% gold. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Thank you, man, for having me. Yes, thank you, Dakota, man. Dakota, you've been definitely fun. Do you want to plug anything? Do you want to, uh, you know, do some shout-outs? Oh, uh... Social media stuff? (laughs) I guess, uh, yeah, if you, um... I'm always trying to get more Twitter followers, but you can follow me at Dakota Comedy. That'd be great. Uh, then I guess Facebook, you just look up Dakota Freeman, and, yeah, and then, uh... Yeah, so, yeah. All Check right. it out. Go on YouTube, look my videos up and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Go do it. Dakota Friedman, as well as check him out, host in the library. Maybe not every week, but most weeks, probably. Yeah, I, no, I like hosting. It's just only when so other stuff comes up that I can't, but, yeah. Go to the library. Yeah, definitely check me out at This Comics Life at Lipson.com or go to This Comics Life on Facebook or Instagram or check me out on the Twitter at The D Stories or go to email me at ThisComicsLifePod at gmail.com. Do it and do it twice and tell a million people that you subscribe and love the show. All right, guys, thanks again and peace out. Bye. Bye.